0: Hello, and welcome to another,
1: the final, the last. <laughs> I
0: know, the final episode of Star Kids.
1: Jew, Jew, Jew. Well, you know what? <laughs> I was like, don't make we're it We're going to keep it. Yeah, we're happy it happened. We're not sad. It's over. Right, 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 so, right.
0: So, pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra, extra star sounds. We are your friendly neighborhood Star Kids, Ari and?
1: Terrence. Hello.
0: Hello. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are uh a little tired? Uh yep. it's Pisces season. Yep. But
0: <laughs> we've had so many <laughs> conversations good. about that.
1: And it was yeah. so How interesting.
0: I'm good too. And a little tired. Same. Mm-hmm. Um I definitely it's weird because I feel like I've been waking up more in the night, but you know, we just we did just have a full moon. So I don't know if, you know, that would be why. Okay. Um but I mean, that is also something that runs in my family. Like my mom talks about that. My grandma talks about that. Like sometimes we just wake up at like 3.30, 4 and like are awake. But Thankfully, you typically that don't. happen last night. No, I do. Um, okay. But like it's, I don't know. I've never really looked into, I've never connected it to the moon necessarily. Like if mm-hmm. I tried to actually start taking note of like, okay, this night I woke up, what was the phase of the moon? You know, during this time or whatever, it might be interesting to do that. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely have been feeling the Pisces season, and we both agreed. We were like, "Yeah, we fuck with Pisces season." Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I, I, it's, I did not talk about this energy as positively as I do now.
0: Um, <laughs> when we were talking about Pisces season, I mentioned I was like, "Yeah, I don't have Pisces in my chart." But I kind of do because Pisces rules the 12th house.
1: Right. In
0: all of my, uh, well, not all.
1: A <laughs> Damn <lot of> near. <laughs> the,
0: pretty much a lot of the major aspects of my chart are in the 12th house. Yeah. Just like a lot of the big ones.
1: And as we discussed uh, in some other episode, yeah, the absence of a particular sign can also be uh, an encouragement to harness that. You know, it's not going to come naturally. Right. So when I look at mine, I don't have Pisces in my chart. I don't even have a lot of mm-hmm. water as an element in my chart. As, oh, as it as say, you know, as opposed to say like a lot of fire and, you know, cap, which is earth. Right. Um, right. Right. So, yeah, it's just something that in my adult life or recently I've come to harness like the rest, uh, the relaxing, Not not just the rest, but just like the relaxing into who I am now getting curious yeah. and acquainted uh, with that letting go of
0: letting go of pre preconceived notions or of who I'm that. supposed
1: to be yeah
0: yeah today we're basically on this final episode all right we're basically like wrapping it up <laughs> we're going to give you give you like the final little things you might need well i shouldn't say little because they definitely can have like a big effect on you Mm -hmm. depending on you know where what planets are in what signs and stuff like that but this is kind of like the final piece so it's like i am just starting to look into these um, it's more of something that, like, I listen to Chani when she talks about them, or like, I would listen to, like, you know, Sarah Verba brought up a specific one of these in her videos. I'd be like, oh, okay, I understand, you know, why I need to be aware of those, but I'm not really going to my chart and specifically looking at, like, what is in conjunction or, like, right. what sextiles and trines are happening. You know, that's not something that I go to my. Chart and like specifically look at, but if it's if you know someone is going to speak on it, I I feel like I have enough knowledge of the signs and the planets and all that that I can understand, right? You know what's being said. Um, and we're also going to talk about moon phases, yeah. which I always get so amped about because it's like kind of like I feel like the moon is obviously we you know we all have moon signs stuff like that, but like. M- the moon phases, how they interact with the different signs in the planets is so interesting to me. Mm. I don't know why. I think, well, I was born under a full moon. So let me answer. That's why. Because I <laughs> always felt very connected to the moon. I just think about like being a kid and how obsessed I was with Sailor Moon. And like that mm. wasn't an accident. Okay. I just, so stuff like that. And like, especially at the beginning of 2020, I remember feeling really connected to the moon. And the moon right now is the biggest it will be all year in terms of like it's the closest to the earth. So it looks extra big right now.
1: That makes sense. I've been yeah. Yeah. That yeah.
0: Have you been noticing that?
1: Yeah. I think so. I think even the kids have been like, hmm the the moon is still out. You know, the sun yeah, is right it's there. Huge. And you're like, it hasn't come it hasn't yeah. gone yet.
0: Yeah. We were driving back from somewhere and you know in the evening and I was like look at the moon oh my god <laughs> I was like it's huge it looked bigger than the sun like I was like what it's so big right now and then sure mm. enough yeah I was like one of the accounts I follow was like yep the moon is the closest mm. it's gonna be to the earth all year this is the closest it's gonna get to the to us all year um,
1: speaking of accounts we follow I think we'll also oh, yeah. include you know uh recommendations on practitioners and apps um some that we've belabored and 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 beat over a dead horse (laughs) and others that we haven't (laughs) even mentioned yet so
0: yeah I'm like I probably can work on that a little bit I mean I think it's good to have like a go-to person for sure don't get me wrong it's not like you should have all these different sources all the time because like I think it can, it can get muddied if you're going to, like, a million different people, you know. But it's, like, people that are actively involved in astrology, like, on on Instagram or on Twitter and stuff like that. Like, that's nice because then you just get, like, a little nugget of information quickly, you right. know, about what's happening at that mm-hmm. current time. Um, which probably is where, honestly, when I learned about, like, conjunctions and stuff like that on social media, I'm sure, for the first time. That
1: bite-sized information
0: yeah like they were like this is you know these two planets are squaring each other at the moment and I was like oh okay that like I I hear what you're saying and I understand how that can influence what's happening right now but I, I, I'm i not gonna go try and decipher that myself <laughs> <laughs> like I, I mean I think they you know they try to make it easy for you in terms of just the different you know it's like either a a 60 degree angle a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. 120 degree 180 you know it's like it's It's typically pretty easy to tell, but like I I just, maybe that's because I wasn't that great at math either.
1: (laughs) I don't know. That
0: could be why. I'm just Mm. like, I don't want to, I don't want to go into that. It's not fun for me anymore. That's why I tried to just get a little bite-sized definition of each one for you guys. So you don't have to do that either.
1: Yay. (laughs) Yeah. And for me too, because yeah, I'm the same. I think the most I get it from is like you said, like Sarah Verba, she'll, explain yeah. it in her monthly readings and i'll just take whatever i get and i think co-star yep. as well will describe what like a square is versus yeah trying right all those the terms.
0: difference yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean once like you hear the definitions you'll probably be like oh yeah that makes sense and like okay. it's easy enough that you can remember it um but i was i mean i still you know sometimes need to be like wait okay so which one is the Seen is like more positive or which one is like the most intense you know okay. it's just good to kind of know
1: well then lay um, it on me then
0: yes okay um so a conjunction is when two different planets reside in the same sign so when two planets are zero degrees apart um this basically blends the qualities of the planets whether it's like two planets or more sometimes it can be you know more than just two um and makes their energy in whatever sign they happen to be extra intense So, for conjunctions, if the planets work well together and get along with each other, it can be really good. But if they don't get along so well, or they bring like heavier. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they're put with each other and they're like trapped in this small cosmic space, Mm. um, it can definitely amplify kind of like darker, more intense feelings and even cause some discord or like. Okay. So, if SADS
1: were conjunct with Leo. I think that sounds like a good time. But (laughs) if Sash were with, I'll keep it in the fire signs. If it were with Aries, it might be a little different for me.
0: That's what I was thinking about even with like Taurus and Aries because Taurus is very like steady and like definitely still action oriented, but like, you know, a slower, steady, you know, type of pace where Aries is very go, go, go. And I could see how that would be like. Yeah, she was just talking. Yes, exactly. Yes. Very challenging. And Chani in this week's reading was just talking about Aries. Or, um, excuse me. Mars was in Tor- has been in Taurus for a while, for mm-hmm. like the past nine months. And then I believe it was also, I should double check this, but it was also squaring Saturn. Is Saturn the one that represents time? One, uh, This is Jupiter. what I'm saying. I think like,
1: Jupiter is time. Grandfather time. Jupiter,
0: Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So like Ju- maybe it was squaring Jupiter. And she was like, okay, so this is probably like a little clunky. She was explaining like, yeah, so that has to do with like, you know, Taurus is very like slow and like steady. And Aries doesn't really want to be that way. Mars, you know, is very action oriented. oriented. So. So sometimes being in Taurus can feel a little rough for some people. I think because I am a, a my sun sign is a Taurus, it feels, you know, it kind of takes the pressure off for me, like that's you know how I've been You've feeling, got some but help. I mean I also Yes, but I also still feel that that things are slower moving, you know? I'm sure we're all feeling that though. Like mm. the, I was like, "Oh, the past 9 months, yeah." especially being in this pandemic. Like we're all yeah. feeling that
1: happy one year anniversary, um, by the way,
0: which is wild. <laughs> Have you seen That's like Maurice shared. He was like, March, we meet again. You raggedy bitch. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I am literally cackling. Like I was like,
1: <laughs> Hey, March, Maurice. you
0: raggedy bitch. <sighs> so yeah. So conjunctions aren't necessarily bad. It depends on which signs, you know, are coming that close together. Mm. Yes. Now, sex style is like a way more friendly and playful aspect because they're 60 degrees apart. You know, whatever signs would be 60 degrees apart. And it's a nice break from the stress of a lot of the other transits. Um, The stress that a lot of other transits can bring because it doesn't cause any major shifts or like stir up drama. Um, the only bad thing is it's not very action oriented. So it's like, it's not, uh, an aspect that would like motivate you necessarily. You might just be like, Oh, I feel a little bit more free. I wonder why. And like you look up and it's like, Oh, that's
1: productive. You know, you and I talk all mm -hmm. the time about in going back to Pisces season. Like I think the rest, like I I don't want to always be living in theory, always be, trying to be a better version of myself like that's admirable. But at what point am I okay as is? So this time for me in all of its unproductivity has been exactly what I needed. It's not unproductive at all, actually.
0: Right. That's why I felt really good Good. in Pisces season two, because I, my inner critic is so loud Mm -hmm. and I've really felt that voice be silenced during this time, which like I'm hoping that I can continue sustain this.
1: <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> so see. It's gonna Aries.
0: <laughs> so it's like I'm I'm grateful for Pisces season kind of bringing that into my life, and it's like okay, how can I you know try and stay in this headspace even yeah. after Pisces season because it's just a lot more beneficial and not having that inner critic be so loud I mean obviously makes my days much better and much more productive
1: that's yeah, what I say like, it sounds like room yeah. is being made for some for something yeah. else
0: right exactly and it's like not to say there haven't been like you know little spurts of anxiety or like obviously we just talked about how it's like we're all sleeping a little bit more like stuff like that and, and I even mentioned that When you, I think when you and I were talking, which I was like, it's not like I've been more productive necessarily, but I'm just speaking way more kindly to myself, Mm. which, like, I know that's something I need to work on anyway, but like, just having it seems like Pisces season is helping me you know it's helping it knows that that's something i need to work on and it's like okay here let me help you and like help silence that voice a little bit for you which has been really nice so i'm hoping i can carry that right. through pisces and it's stage. not
1: like your mind is shut off so i was going to ask no. with pisces mm-hmm. being the, the 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 dreamer do you find yourself dreaming more
0: you know what I, I, mean- have two- <laughs> I have had two i have had two dreams about meeting bts
1: oh god <laughs> bitch <laughs>
0: namjoon was teaching me how to fold a jacket or a blazer and then last night i had a dream that we were all playing video games together and and v was talking to me in like obviously in korean and i was so upset that i i didn't know what he was saying i've i'm learning korean on duolingo but like i was like yes he was speaking like so animatedly to me in the dream and i was like I don't know what you're saying. I'm so sorry. So yes, yes, there's like that aspect of like, that's literally what my my dream right now is to meet BTS. Mm -hmm. So yes.
1: And that's, (laughs) and and whether that goes anywhere or not, like let yourself do that with, you know, it's just the playfulness of it all and the creative. Yes, exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. I love Pisces. I fuck with Pisces season.
1: (laughs) We've come to the other side. Or at least I have. I
0: know. Yeah. What's after Pisces season? Aries, baby. OK, so I'll be interested to see what that feels like, which is so Me interesting. Too. That's so cool, though, that it's like rest, 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 because you're about, about to, to get into to work. The sign that is go, go, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I was trying to think of friends that I have that are Pisces. And then sure enough, my friend Paige, she mm. just had her birthday. And I was like, oh, I was like, Paige, you're a Pisces. And she was about Pisces. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, of course you are. Because I love her. And I was just like, yes, OK. I was like. This is, yes, like, knowing how I feel right now during Pisces season and, like, remembering how I feel with her, I just was like, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, yeah. (laughs) I was like, yes, this makes sense. (laughs) Um, And she has a Taurus moon, so I was like, bitch, yes. (laughs) We would really, like, understand each other well, I think. Um, Anyway, back to these aspects.
1: And which one was that Um, one?
0: We did sextile. Sextile Sextile is the The, one that's, like, doesn't bring anything real intense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no drama when there's a sextile happening so trines are the ones that are formed by a 120 degree angle on the chart and these are known to bring luck and harmony this one we'll see like major synchronicity and these can help inspire positive change Uh, so sometimes these can cause us to feel a little too at ease though so it's also important to take initiative when trines are present and not get like too laid back
1: because of the luck.
0: Yes. And because of things feeling good, you know? So it's like, Oh yeah, you know, I'll just take it easy when it's like, I mean, don't like kill yourself. <laughs> like, right. <trine. laughs> no, I <laughs> know be what you mean. do too crazy, but like, yeah, make sure you're not like, don't sleep on that energy. Like make sure to still be productive in the ways that you can during that energy. Mm. Um, and one thing about trines that I thought was interesting is it occurs when planets in the same element aspect each other. So it's like when a fire sign is in a fire aspect, if the planets are working within the signs of the same element, they naturally will get each other's motives. And then that makes their energy easier to work with. And I was like, oh. I get that. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool that it's like trines just specifically connects to elements. You know, the elements of each planet or sign. I was like, oh, that's cool. But that was the only one that mentioned, you know, like an elemental connection. So I was like, okay,
1: trines.
0: (laughs) Okay. Then the next one, there's only one more after this. Uh, The next one is square. So a square is the intense one. Right. Um, This often dictates action, but they're not necessarily bad. It's just a sign that we're going to have to, like, work a little bit harder or put in the work, you know, for things to work out. Okay. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, a little tension can be helpful because Yeah. I, is this us. where
1: squaring off kind of comes yeah. from?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like the square, you know.
1: Those hard lines, edges. hard yeah. angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rigid mm-hmm. corners. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily bad, but it is intense. So this is where, you know, when she was talking about uh, how like Mars was in Taurus and then there was this like time aspect that was squaring it and she was like, oh, yeah, that can feel intense, you know, and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And, and when she was saying it, I was like, yeah, that does feel intense. Because Mars wants to, like, go, go, go. And mm. Taurus is like, wait, slow down, be steady. <laughs> and then it's like, then there's time coming in. So it's like, slow down even more, take even more time. And, like, <laughs> Mars like, is just like, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then last but not least, oppositions. So mm-hmm. oppositions occur when planets are fully opposite each other on the zodiac wheel. So it's the 180 degree angle um and when two planets are in opposing signs these planets can find themselves butting heads so it's just completely opposite from each other that's why they're butting heads okay so
1: i heard or, zero um, 60 120 one this one's 180 yeah 180, right, 180 120
0: and 60 are the ones that are and i'm assuming square is 90 degrees yes because it's a square but sex, or I'm sorry, conjunction, they're in the same plane. So there wouldn't be an angle.
1: Okay. There. Yeah. It's geometry, baby, Lord.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> and that's actually, actually, that's a good point. Because you know what? I did enjoy geometry. That was one of the types of math that I did enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But they, I mean, they make it easy enough. You know, that's a perfect example of me making it big, more, more intense in my <laughs> head. It's just 60, 120, 180, and then 90, you know? Right.
1: The 180 makes sense with the opposition because it's a straight line. And if, yeah and 60 mm-hmm. is the whole exactly. and then yeah
0: yeah and then i always think whenever it's like opposing i mean that's basically what like taurus and sagittarius are right they're the complete opposites uh, on uh, the on the spec, not like personality wise but on that on actual- the chart
1: well yeah. gemini so sagittarius gemini oh mm-hmm.
0: oh yes you're right okay i'm looking at it now yeah and
1: taurus would be taurus is five and scorpio plus- scorpio yeah
0: that's so interesting. Yeah. So my rising and my moon are like complete opposites. Oh, I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The next thing that we are going to do a little bit more detail into was the moon, moon phases. phases. These are like a lot more. This is a lot quicker. It's just like a little blurb okay. basically telling you what you should be focusing on with each phase. So if you're like following through the cycles of the moon, beginning with new moon, Mm -hmm. the new moon is the best time to like reset uh, intentions. Well, reset yourself or set intentions. Um, And then when we're moving through, next would be the waxing crescent moon, which is a great time for nurturing ideas. And the first quarter moon and the waxing gibbous moon is the best time for creating action and refining your plans which like, I think there's like a couple days for each one. So it'd be like a couple days for the quarter moon, a couple days for the waxing gibbous moon. The center point of the moon phase, the full moon, is the best time for calling in, manifesting, and traditionally, like in the past, it was the best time for harvesting crops. So if we think about like emotionally harvesting or mentally harvesting things. That's the best time to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there we cycle back around so the waning gibbous moon is the best time for gratitude and like being grateful for all that we've received so like best time to journal all the things you're grateful for um and then through the last quarter moon that's the best time for release and letting go and then finally we end with the waning crescent which is the best time for rest Mm -hmm. so this is when you just want to like take time to meditate rather than like actually physically you know doing something women are very in tune with the moon we have our own cycle monthly cycle just like the moon has its monthly cycle you know so it's like there's a lot of deeper connections that women automatically have to the moon and that
1: sounds like the cycle
0: yeah it's it matches up perfectly with the cycle um and i think like the
1: body's natural rhythm
0: of like going through that process. Setting
1: the intention, being grateful in the meantime, like harvesting yeah. it as it comes and then, you know, mm-hmm. repeat.
0: Yeah, because it does. It talks about like creating action and refining your plans. Then you like call it in. Then you manifest it. Then you say you're grateful for like whatever is present or here. is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you let go of what you don't need and then you mm. just rest. Mm hmm. And then it's like back through setting intentions, nurturing whatever ideas you have, and then you go through it, the whole thing again.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, and I feel like go ahead, you go.
0: No, I was just gonna say, I, what was what were the? Because we've done moon rituals together, Terrence mm-hmm. and I.
1: That was that's where I was going as well. I was like, we've got yeah, our yeah. own little routine together where we go. I mean, you've got a nice telescope at this point and you've got like an open, <laughs> the area she lives in is like very, especially at night, like very yeah. open sky yeah. and like not a lot you of You go across lights. the
0: street and you can see like the moon and all the stars basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've just done so a nice. couple of, I mean, beyond that, you're really customizing it to your your style. Right, what you
0: need at that time or what yeah. you can do. So
1: yeah. we usually just grab some paper and like a, a old pot um go outside like write some stuff on it we'll burn it throw it in a pot we'll talk about it maybe Mm -hmm. we won't you know
0: yeah depending on yeah like michael and i just did one where we didn't we wrote it down and we like had a moment for ourselves but like we didn't talk about it we just burned it
1: Mm. i was going to say that uh talking going back to the customization i have really begun to incorporate baby pictures into a lot of my moon rituals oh, yeah um, inner
0: child work yeah because
1: that's what this all really is anyway um mm-hmm. and as i i guess knock on 30 you know this is the age where you just really try to look back as you prepare to hopefully yeah propel forward and so i just will really just you know just take the picture and it can be any age like yeah, and I she I I, I I I actually uh, encourage it. Like, do some that are like baby pictures where you really don't remember it. Do some from high school. You know, that's a very transformative time, and you just right. stare at that shit. Yeah, and, and, and eventually you're you know the idea is that you get to a point where you're looking at it and you're saying, oh my god, this person is so cute. He looks like he's so like sweet and like he went. Home. I would never do anything. I would protect him. Fi- oh shit.
0: Yeah, you would protect him. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's me. Yeah yeah that's still a part of you
1: every time y'all it just like it messes me yeah. up in like the best way mm-hmm. like so i i recommend that yeah. get you some crystals you know um Ooh, even yeah. if it's placebo at this point like tiffany here has given all of the men in the house soda light <laughs> because we definitely all struggle with finding and using our words um even Zeke now he's three. He's like, "Oh, where's my soda light? Or oh, is that my stone?" Aww, so like, you know, whether huge. you are feeling something or not, like it's the yeah. it's, you know it's the sentiment behind it. So and then there are options when
0: when I, whenever I've heard you know people that specialize in child work talking about it, it's really to get your child self to speak to you or like to be able you know it's like you're listening back to whatever you know your child self wanted to say at that time or you know like what they needed at that time and And
1: now you have the opportunity to give it to yourself
0: right not blame another person for not
1: doing it you know this Mm -hmm. is what we say when this is what they mean when they say hey like i know you've been dealt some shitty cards but like the responsibility has been on you now so that blame you got to redirect that or get rid of it
0: right right and when you're a kid i mean you don't have control of like you don't have control over yeah. the environment that you're in but now as an adult so there's a due. yeah
1: so and there's then, a totally yeah. understandable phase of like it wasn't my fault you know like other right, right. you know but yeah let's get over that crisis yeah. and then just just like hunker down and use all of these tools that you know we talk about janney's
0: book is so great about like the prompts that it gives each mm. sign it talks about you know, growing up, did you find that you struggled with these things? And like, I mean, pretty much for anyone that when I've read those things, they're like, yeah, yeah, I did struggle <laughs> with that. Or like, yes, I am still working right. on and that. Right. And not so in, like, not in like, the, like, I that's one that of the
1: things I struggled with. It's usually like, no, that's the thing. That's the crux yeah, yeah. of my, <laughs> my journey.
0: Right. Right. So it's just helpful to like heal yourself from, Past trauma, but then also a great way for you to, like, move forward with a little bit more confidence and a better understanding of yourself. And then once you have that understanding of yourself, a better understanding of others.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, you mentioned Chani for like the millionth time. And so I wanted to ask you um, as we pivot, uh, how did you get to the point where she is your your go to? How did you filter out or filter through the bottomless pit of you know resources to to pull from
0: Channy herself is just like i think such a magical lovely human like she just was talking about in the most recent episode before she went into the astrology she was detailing this awful situation that's happening to so many families in texas and she'll go right into the belly of the beast and start talking about you know the things that connect to this white supremacist culture Mm. that we have that is not serving anyone except straight white men and even hurting them too because of the patriarchy and like toxic masculinity girl
1: don't get me started i'm over it yeah i'm here and i'm over it
0: (laughs) i know exactly so she will like go into all of those like she doesn't shy away from that stuff i was just very drawn to her and that and i mean honestly it's a very similar thing with uh whenever i watch sarah verba's videos i would say she's she would be the other person you know, I would go to because her stuff really resonated with
1: me. And she's um, now doing what Channy's doing. I told you she's now, you know, she was that person that really only brought the information and she wanted to just be an oasis. So she said of like, just calm. And so she wasn't yeah. talking about, you know, I think the a the, uh, uh, tuned ear would be able to connect what she was, you know, she would be subliminally speaking about, events in the world and just stuff like that but she would never like explicitly mention it it was always just about what was going on in the stars and if you were tuned in enough you wouldn't recognize but there was one episode where she finally said black lives matter and I was like oh my god thank you you know this is a white girl like as white as it gets and I'm as black as Mm -hmm. it gets and I just knew And she's got a big following but I just know that I'm one of the few black men that are following her and while she's making me feel good as a black man in this country I had a fear that she was avoiding those topics all in the name of spirituality
0: yeah like I just can't mm -hmm. and so when she finally said
1: that and started merging the two I was like I'm going to continue following you because I was almost going to stop
0: yeah you you were ready to be like "Uh,
1: and not because she was saying anything racist or wrong but because she she didn't see color or she wasn't she wasn't she didn't she wasn't acknowledging and validating my struggles.
0: Yeah, not acknowledging it is just as bad. White silence is violence. Mm. Th- this is known, we know this. <laughs> Martin Luther King said like his biggest enemy is the white moderate that just mm. sits by. And it's true, like you can't just sit there and be like, anyways, cause you're uncomfortable. Or like, yeah, there's some really heavy stuff happening. What, say it. For you? What, I- what is it? <laughs> No, it's, like, just when someone says that, yeah, it's just, like, a really hard time right now. Why? Can you say why it's hard? Like, that shit. I'm just, like...
1: Well, you know, you know, I don't. Help me.
0: Yeah, just that idea of, like, avoiding the shadow work. I'm, like, it's impossible. You can't do it. You won't be a full-rounded human, then, if you're avoiding the shadow work.
1: Especially as you get older. Especially as you get older, man. Like, Mm -hmm. you look... the talk about inner child work if you don't do that you know imagine a 50 year old who hasn't done that work and so that 17 year old or something like it's still so visible and present when they come around right and it's so jarring and that's why
0: your go-to is sarah is sarah yeah
1: Mm -hmm. but i do use the I, i get notifications from the pattern at this point um that that is more just about like the world collective um,
0: yeah maybe I need to turn those on because I have that app but I don't get as many notifications from that
1: mm-hmm. yeah they've got different ones like just go to their notifications and they you can just turn the one on for world updates um, that's pretty much what I keep it at
0: other than obviously you know I've mentioned Channy a million times over um, you've mentioned the lovely Sarah Verba Co-star has been mentioned. The Channy app has been mentioned.
1: Cafe Astrology. Pattern.
0: Yes, Cafe Astrology.
1: But, you know, I think we're giving you all these options to say that as you go along, you might want to filter and get to because right. because you don't want to forget to live. You don't want to live exactly. in theory all day. Mm-hmm. You are also cool as is. So take it, learn a little something something for the day, and then go about your shit.
0: Yeah. It's like you have it in your back pocket if you ever need it or if there's Mm -hmm. something going on that you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably why Mm -hmm. I'm feeling this way or this is what's happening in the sky at this time. So that's probably why, you know, I'm feeling really good or I'm feeling a little bit more energized Mm -hmm. or the opposite. I'm feeling like I need to sleep more, you know, right now in Pisces season and such.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad this is over, but I'm so glad we did it.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I mean, obviously our conversations about astrology are ending, ended. but
1: <laughs> I might text <laughs> you after this. That,
0: yeah, exactly. But we hope that, you know, our conversations have inspired some of you to look into astrology a little bit more. And we hope that astrology will help all of you have a better understanding of yourself and the people in your life. Because that is why we fell in love with it and that's why we still are in love with it.
1: Amen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, until we meet again, thank you guys for joining us on this final episode of Star Kids and continue to look to, to the, the stars.
1: stars. Pew, pew, pew. You- <laughs>
0: For more shows like ours, head to our network, The Ampliverse. You can check out their website, theampliverse.com, and follow at on all social media platforms. Discovering Voices. Building Worlds. The Ampliverse.